Hi, and welcome to the Ruminate Podcast. Our intention is to, by faith, partner with the Holy Spirit and create structures of imagery where the light of God can enter and illuminate the eyes of your imagination. We want to make space for you to have experiential revelation of who He is and ruminate on the reality of His heart towards you. This is your invitation to step inside. The King is waiting. Join us as we have a conversation about the last episode and our desire to unveil the nature of God within the encounter. Hi, welcome to the Ruminate Podcast. I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Bailey. And yeah, we're excited to be starting this podcast. Um, This is officially our first episode and we technically released some teaser episodes on our Instagram before this, but yeah, this is officially the first episode and it's something that we've been working on and thinking about for probably a year or so, right, Bailey? Yeah, I would say it's been super close to a year and it's honestly so crazy that we're here releasing this right now. It feels like we've been carrying this dream in our hearts for probably longer than a year. Yeah, And it's just cool to see how the prophetic words that have been spoken over our lives over the last couple of years are like literally coming to pass right now as we're releasing this podcast. It's just so cool. Yeah, just the fulfillment of so many things that God has spoken to the both of us and things that we just are so excited to release to you and over you. So yeah, we're just going to jump right in and kind of discuss the heart behind this podcast and how we got to where we are and this whole process leading up to here and now and how we created this, this whole experience. So yeah, Bailey, do you want to just kind of talk about how these kinds of encounters started for you and your own process and how you've gotten to where you are now? Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, It's honestly been such a special journey for me. It was the end of July of 2020, actually, Mm. where God first started um, stirring my heart in this direction of him coming in a, in a new and encountering me in a new way, like doing a new thing. Hmm. And I was in a place personally where I was really hungry for the presence of God. I, I really wanted to go deeper in intimacy with him, just hearing his voice clearer. And so he's so faithful to hear our prayers. And he really started bringing encounters to me And like I said, it was July 2020, and I actually had COVID. Hmm. Out of all things, I was home alone. um, 2020. 2020 (laughs) in quarantine. And I started encountering God in a way I've never encountered him before. Um, I specifically, you know, you're alone, you have time. And I honestly wasn't crazy sick. And so I was able to like read a lot and pray a lot. And just spend time with Jesus. And it was just such a special time in my life, honestly. Like, God works all things together for the good. Yeah. And 
during, during this quarantine with COVID, I had an encounter with God and it was kind of one of those encounters where you're falling asleep and you, you kind of like start seeing images and then God really took me into a vision. And in this vision, I saw there was a, a courtyard and I was outside in this place called the outer court and I was walking toward the courtyard and I knew it was called the inner court. And so I walked in and I saw Jesus sitting by a fountain and the mood was so holy. And so I was like quiet in this vision, taking him in. And I walked in and I had this heart posture of like, I don't know if I belong. Like it was, it was really weird. Like what if I'm, am I making this up right now? Is this Mm. real? Am I seeing this? I don't belong. And just like really wrestling myself and Jesus being Jesus turned around. Like he was, his back was facing me. And as I was like walking closer, hesitant in my questioning, he turned around and he said, why would you linger outside when I've paid the price for you to come close? Wow. And it just broke something in me. And I kind of came out of the vision and was like, I encountered God. And it really, this was the first encounter I had with God that, that led me into really seeking him out in this place that you'll hear us refer to you as holy imagination. Even though this was a vision, he really started creating a hunger inside of me. I was like, I encountered him in a vision. God, I want more. And I started thinking about, man, if I just create a space where I'm like, here Lord, here I am, Lord. I want to encounter you. I want to seek your face. I want to hear your voice. He's faithful to come. Mm-hmm. And I, I think there's something about imagining being with God, like being like a child and imagining being in a Bible story with him running in a field with him. And that's kind of how this started was very simplified. Yeah. But I really struggled here. I had this encounter and God was also so faithful. I want to share something. I read the scripture not long after it was John 7 37. And it says, all you thirsty ones come to me, come to me and drink, believe in me so that rivers of living water will burst out from within you flowing from your innermost being, just like the scriptures say. And I read this encounter, read the scripture and I was like, man, I saw Jesus at the fountain. And what happened in this encounter is it a, a fountain like erupted in me where I was like, gosh, I'm so thirsty for the presence of God. And he's, he was so faithful to give me an encounter with him and then confirm it himself in yeah. his word. And it was yeah. just such a special journey because I really, and it's kind of crazy because this encounter, it's like, how can you come out of this and start doubting and believing it wasn't true? But that's what happened for me. I, mm. God really took me on a journey of having to go deeper in trusting him. Oftentimes I would encounter him and kind of come out of the encounter saying, God, did I make that up? Am I being deceived right now? I don't want to see something that isn't real. Just very like hesitant. Mm. And he was so faithful to come with confirmation all the time. And I'll tell, I'll tell another encounter just because this one is like probably one of the most special ones I've had in my journey. Like despite me being in the place I was, God loved me so much to continue to pursue me in these places of encounter. 
And it was also so new to me. Like this was new territory I was walking. Felt like I was pioneering it. People around me, I wasn't, I wasn't really in a community at that point where if people were having these encounters, they at least weren't talking about them. Right. Or they weren't having encounters like this. So I was like, honestly, I came to you and I was like, God's like doing this thing and he's encountering me and yeah. I don't know what this is and I'm, I don't know how to deal with it. Like, I think it's real, but now I'm like really struggling. Mm-hmm. And you were just so faith building for me, like so encouraging, just reminding me of the truth of God and his heart for me. And so for a lot of you who don't know Gabrielle, this is her. She's so mm. faith filled and has such a gift of faith and is just such a great friend and encourager. And I'm just so thankful for you. Thanks, Bailey. Just I'm wanted to say that. Thankful for you. I sorry, before you move on to the next encounter, I I just want you to repeat what you said about um what Jesus told you at the fountain. Because I think it's so important and so impactful and Um, a big basis on what we're doing here. Yeah, totally. He said to me, why would you linger outside when I've paid the price for you to come close? Mm. And you're right. It is like, it's so cool that he spoke this to me in my first encounter with him like this. Like it's actually him speaking this. He is saying it is my desire for Mm. you to come close, come to the inner court Mm. where my presence is, come deeper with me. I want to encounter you. And I've actually paid the price. I've torn the veil for you to come into my presence and for me to encounter you in this new way. I'm glad that you stopped on this point because this would be true for you too, whoever's listening to this. Jesus has paid the price for you to come close to him. Don't linger outside don't settle for the less of God. Yeah. The Bible says those who are hungry and thirsty for righteousness will be satisfied. And this is like seeking out the presence of God in a deeper way and asking for the more of the Lord. And he's so faithful because he's already paid the price to give this to you anyway. And it's his heart's desire. So yeah, yeah, that was, that was a great point. Yeah. It's like he created an invitation and a doorway in the very first encounter, just reminding you like, this is actually what I desire with you. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, go exactly, ahead. You can exactly. go into the next thing you wanted to tell. Yeah, this encounter is so special to me. I've actually shared it with people before because it's so impactful mm-hmm. for me personally. Like, and God gave me this encounter, you know? Yeah. And I love sharing it, especially in the season I was in. God is so faithful. I was so hesitant yeah. and so fearful about being deceived, which is just crazy at this point now. Mm -hmm. But when you're pioneering something, what feels like something new, whether it is corporately or personally, there's pushback and it's hard. It can be very challenging. Yeah. And just to give some background here, Bailey was raised in the church. Her, her dad was a pastor and these things just, I mean, I, I was also raised in the church and it's like, these things aren't taught. And obviously we're told that God is alive, that he is he he was raised from the dead and he's so close to us that he wants intimacy but what does that really mean you know and we're like okay well we spend time in prayer we spend time in worship and is that it like when when do we hear the audible voice of god or when do we have like the eye opening experience that obviously people are having that we see but we're like 
how do I get there? You know, mm-hmm. and when you haven't had any context for like the deeper things of God, the closer things, the more intimate things of God, when you start to encounter them, when God is faithful and answers your call in hunger, you're like, wait, 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 no one told me about this. Right. Bailey specifically raised in the church has loved Jesus. Part of her story is like since she was eight years old yeah. and just didn't, no, and it was encountering God in a new way after knowing him her whole life. And I think a lot of people might have this same issue. Like, is this real? Am I being deceived? And having to like actually step out in faith and say, God, I trust you. I trust that the Holy Spirit in me is going to lead me into all truth. And that if I say yes, and I believe that the scriptures in the Holy Spirit will lead me and guide me to the truth and that I will not be lost in deception. So, so good. So good. Yeah, sorry. I want to hear about this encounter. So go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Um. So God, this actually, this encounter, this place that he took me to, I actually had a series of encounters that came from this place. Basically, how the first time I encountered Jesus in, in this place, I was walking on a, on a, on a trail, on a path, and it led to this, I was walking with Jesus, just to clarify, he was there, he's always there. I saw this tent-like fabric off in the distance, and I started walking towards it with Jesus, and the closer I got to it, just to give some details of it, it was so heavenly, it was, it was like a tent, but it was like a deep navy blue, and it was like like floating and fluttering, but there weren't any tent pegs holding it into the ground. It was hovering itself. And so the whole thing was just so heavenly. And I walked up and I started feeling like, oh my gosh, like I'm encountering something beyond something I could even conjure up mm-hmm. in my own imagination at this point. Mm-hmm. I think it's easy to contemplate with Jesus at the point of I'm walking on a trail with you. But what happened in this encounter is he took over. And this yeah. is often what happens in, mm-hmm. in this place of imagining and contemplating. You're definitely co-laboring and co-creating with God. Mm-hmm. And then he often takes over. And so that's what was happening as I walked up to this tent that wasn't even pegged to the ground it was literally floating and I walked up these stairs and Jesus was so excited he's like you gotta go inside you gotta go inside it's so cool in there and he was like a child Hmm. and I walked inside and it was kind of dark and I was like oh boy am I being deceived like Hmm. God isn't dark you know but when I walked in I started smelling dark chocolate deep deep notes of like fruity wine and it was like my all of my senses were being overtaken in in this encounter and I kind of just sat there and I realized it was the presence of the father and in this place I had a knowing in my spirit at this point that I was like I'm in the tent of love I know it sounds kind of crazy but that's what he spoke to me and so I actually came out of the encounter at that point and just was kind of contemplating. I'm like, what just happened? But I kept wanting to go back to this place. And I could. There was grace to go back and see it like I saw it for the first time. And the next time I went, there was a I walked inside and there was a banquet table. And Jesus was in there and he was it was like a celebration happening and I was overcome by 
the presence of love and the joy and the excitement of being in the kingdom of God. And so much was imparted to me in this encounter. Like I really started thinking like, what is heaven like? What is the culture of heaven? Because these encounters are, it's like true joy and it's, it's untainted love. The, the emotions and the feelings, I couldn't even put words to what I experienced in this place. And I was kind of just walking around and Jesus, I didn't know, like he was, he's kind of sneaky sometimes. Like Mm -hmm. he was very playful and I heard this screeching across the ground and I'm like, what the heck? And before I knew it, I was off my feet and Mm. I was in a chair. I was like in this royal plush vintage chair and he was like scooting me around on the ground, on the ground and the floor in there. And just laughing, like head tipped back in laughter. And I was like (laughs) overcome by like the playfulness and the love and the joy I was experiencing in this encounter. Wow. And so I came out of this encounter and again, kind of contemplated for a while, like ran across a scripture in Song of Solomon 2.4. It says, he brought me to his banqueting house and his banner over me is love. Wow. Like what? Yeah, like, it's so confirming. It's so confirming. And I would love to say I stayed in that place, but I was still learning. And God is so gracious, but I, I really struggled again. I was like, God, is this real? Like people mm. are talking about this. I need more confirmation. And it's just a place I was really stuck in. And the next day, mm. we were at our young adult gathering at our church, and I was kind of scrolling on Instagram before it started. And flashback to the encounter I was having, I had this song playing in the background and it's Diamonds As Your Skin by John Mark Pantana, one of my favorite songs. And I was actually looking on Instagram and I ran across John Mark's page. And at that time, he had written a book where all of the songs he he just wrote about about them on his album and compiled a book. It was really cool. And in each chapter, he had a picture Hmm. Um, under like the the chapter title at the very beginning and I was scrolling on Instagram and he had them all there and I was like oh this is so cool I should look at the one for diamonds is your skin it's my favorite song I click on it and it's a it's a red plush chair the same one I saw in the tent of love wow while I was listening to that very song Hmm. and I honestly think this moment was the one that I was like, this is too crazy. Like, I can't mm. make this up. This is too yeah. wild. This is too confirming, you know? And so since that moment, I think I've had hesitancies since, but I remember that moment where God met me in such a strong confirmation that it's really kept me going forward. Yeah. What are the odds of this chair being in your encounter while you're listening to this song and Bailey isn't, just so you know, a big like social media person. No, no. You won't catch her on her phone scrolling like often at all. And so I think it's just so interesting that the next day you found his page and you were looking at these photos that correspond to the different songs. And this picture was with that song. Like it feels like God, like a wink from God saying, I know you need the confirmation and I'm going to give it to you so that you believe. And You know, I believe that he does this when we ask for it. It's just like Gideon laying out a fleece and saying like, God, I need you to show me because 
I want to believe what you're telling me, but I need it. I need to know that it's you. Right. And so that's cool. He's so faithful. Yeah. So faithful. And I've had encounters with him since. And I've also just taken scriptures and asked God, can you give me imagery for this? Can you show me? Like, I think I'm a visual learner. And so this is mm-hmm. just a natural way for me to encounter God. But imagining things like how you guys probably heard in the teaser episodes we did, we literally just took scripture and said, God, give us something visual where people can soak in the scripture. And it is transformational. Like it doesn't even just have to be like an encounter that he gives you like a vision. Like you can literally take scripture and do this with him. In fact, there's a scripture. This might actually be a little bit more of a serious note, but this also was something that really propelled me forward in pursuing God in this way. And it's Matthew seven twenty two, And it says, Lord, Lord, do we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty miracles in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you. Depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. Obviously, this is very serious from Jesus. But this really propelled me into, oh my gosh, Jesus, I want you to know me. Mm. I want to know you. And this place of imagining and contemplate, contemplating with Jesus was really a landscape where it was so simple. It was like, Jesus, I want to know you. You can come know me. Jesus, mm. I want to hear your voice. Come and hear my prayers. Come and hear me speak too. Yeah. And it was intimacy with him. Mm. And there's a seriousness. Yeah. We can, we can be doing the the wonders and the miracles of God, but there's so much importance to having intimacy with Jesus. And I think, in my opinion, just seeing the fruit of it in my own life, this place of encountering God in your imagination is a place where intimacy can really take root yeah. in a different way. Totally. And so that that's really how this journey has started for me and I think my hunger from these encounters and the seriousness of teaching people intimacy with Jesus the combination of those two two things we kind of just like started a small group and we're like hey we're just gonna encounter God we're gonna see what Jesus wants to speak and it was so simplified Mm. but our hunger and our desire as we were encountering God in this way we wanted to do it for other people and it started in a small group and then we're like man we should do a podcast Let's create some cool music. And it just was really simple. It wasn't like God was like, I'm giving you the name, the Ruminate Podcast. (laughs) You know, like it was just so simple. It was a simple process of stepping into alignment with Jesus because it was a passion. It was a love. And it was just, it's been so fun. Right. Recording the episodes, seeking Jesus on his heart, encountering him before we even release these these encounters that you guys will hear it's just been a joy totally so yeah that's a little bit of my journey with it Gabrielle do you want to talk a little bit how this all started for you yeah I think that uh, my journey has definitely been a little different I guess just to give some background I came I grew up in the church and really left Jesus and pursued a very different lifestyle for a good amount of time and came back to Jesus about three years ago in 2018 and started, like I really encountered God and was like, oh, God is real, obviously, and he loves me and I'm, I want to pursue relationship with him. 
And I, just to like address this verse that you specifically quoted about people saying, Lord, Lord, we did miracles and wonders in your name and him saying, depart, you never knew me. Like, I think that there's so much grace for the process. Like Jesus has to take us through process to get to a place where we continually grow in intimacy with him and we continually will grow and be refined and changed into hopefully into the image of Christ as much as you're surrendering to the process but I think that when I first came to Jesus I saw miracles right away but there wasn't fruit in my own life I was still angry and I was still dealing with struggles and all the all the things that come with like needing to find healing we all have to walk through allowing God to really like bring healing in our lives and I had a mentor who honestly really introduced me to seeing God in my imagination or you know sanctified imagination she led me on this encounter that was um it was more identity based. I I probably don't want to go into too much detail if somehow we might incorporate this later, but asking questions like, okay, what do you see here? Imagine something like this. What does it look like to you? And then interpreting what you see, like when you saw this, it meant that God's speaking to this part of your identity and just encountering God through my own imagination. Like, oh, I was just imagining these things, but what I was seeing spoke so clearly to things in my own identity that I knew about, but my mentor didn't. And when she brought the interpretation, I was like, this is God. Like she had no idea these things about me that are coming out just from the interpretation of what I saw. And I hope that makes sense, but that's kind of my introduction. And I was like, wow, I want to pursue this. And she is somebody that her name is Andrea, Andrea Barather. And her parents were really deep into inner healing and she walked me through inner healing and honestly one of the most impactful encounters that I had in this imagination space was going back to I, I guess multiple places but places in my life where um, things had happened and I had experienced trauma and God wanted to go to these memories with me and change my perspective Mm. of what I was seeing and bring healing at these roots of things that I was now seeing negative fruit of in my life today, finding the root and Jesus speaking to those spaces and bringing comfort and healing and seeing how much I'm changing internally from these encounters and like in the same way, opening myself up internally to Jesus and saying, okay, I'm going to face these places that I don't want to bring up. I don't want to go back to, but I feel like you're calling me to them. And, you know, these things, when we experience things in our life, oftentimes they're impacting us and we've just like buried them so far but somehow they're still coming up, whether it's in like reactions or triggers or anger or sadness. And we don't even realize that it's these like root issues, but God knows. He knows the root and he's not, he doesn't want to just ignore those things and say like, oh, now that you've come to me, all things are completely made perfect and we're just going to smooth everything over in the past because we know what happened in our past and He's not one to say, I'm going to ignore those things and just pretend like it never happened. Let's move forward. 
I want you to be all shiny and polished and new now. You know, he, he sees and says like, let me come in and know you. And so I think for me, holy imagination and encountering God in this way has been such a healing process. And it feels like, wow, I trust God in ways that I, I couldn't have before because I just didn't even understand that he cared so much about me until I saw the way he reacted, the way that he presented himself in these spaces of like deep, deep pain, places that I never want to let anybody else into that he came in and said like, no, I want to see these spaces and I don't only want to see them and be there with you. I want to rewrite the way that you see them and change the way that you react to things now. And it's been so such a cool experience, such a good way of understanding the heart of God towards me. And I think that God has also just really revealed things to me in these encounters that I, given like Bailey was saying, when you create places out of scripture, like places to enter into that make scripture come to life, I had an encounter with God where I found myself and this is kind of like out there sounding so just go with me but I found myself in outer space and I was literally in front of the sun and in my own imagination it was as big and overwhelming as I could possibly imagine it to be obviously I think it would be much larger and much more overwhelming but I could literally see like these big rays of heat coming out solar flares coming up and over me and I was like immediately afraid to be there and like I'm not supposed to be here and had an understanding that the sun represented the presence of God the father God and I felt fear like I am going to burn And as I felt that Jesus came into the encounter and just put his arm around me, and as he put his arm around me, he turned into a cloak. And as he did, I immediately was like, oh, I belong. And it's, it's this idea of being clothed in Christ. Mm -hmm. And in this encounter, I wasn't thinking about this scripture, but he clothed me in himself. And as he did, I found myself standing on the surface of the sun and I was barefoot just walking in the presence of what I was understanding to be the Father God. And God spoke to me in this place and he he just said, so simply but so profoundly, if you let me love you, I will make you whole. And as he said that, I sunk down into the magma of the sun. Mm. And the encounter was it was so impactful and you know as I did it just felt like understanding what it felt like to be one with Jesus wrapped around me and in the presence of the father shining light and creating warmth with him and from him being one with God and I I didn't have any kind of context besides knowing the scripture this encounter just happened and I came out of it like and had to unravel like wow God was showing me what it looks like to be clothed in him and how what it feels like to be able to enter into the presence of Father God because we're wrapped in the righteousness of Christ. And I think he's brought understanding like this in so many different encounters. So this is kind of what it means to me. And like Bailey said, we started this small group just saying, let's create space for our friends to also encounter God and see whatever God wants to show them and then 
speak those things. And then when they do bring interpretation, like I came out of this encounter and my mentor was like, wow, clothed in the righteousness of Christ, like unraveling it for me. And this is what we did for our friends. And this is kind of what we want to do for you is create space for God to speak and for you to then be led into the scriptures to unravel, to unearth the truths that are hidden in what he is showing you. So yeah, that's that's kind of my story and my experience for how I've had encounters with God in this way and the path and journey that God has brought me on. Yeah, um, it's it's so good. I love how for both of us, I, I've definitely walked through a season of inner healing as well where I was encountering God in in old memories and seeing him come and heal spaces. And I've also been on the mountaintop of walking in the tent of love. And this is the reality of doing life with Jesus. Like he's in the highs, he's in the lows. And I love this. I love that he introduced both of us to this concept of holy imagination or sanctified imagination because there's so much possibility. Yeah. Like I think even maybe this concept might even sound confusing because it's so all encompassing. It's like, well, is it inner healing or, are you seeing visions in this place or mm-hmm. are you taking scripture and creating something? Are you like going to a space that you just love? Yes. Like the answer is yes to all of all those of the things. Above. Yeah. Like it's, this is something that you don't want to put in a box. It's, it's just God. following Jesus yeah. and where he wants to lead. And so, yeah. And I, I just think about like imagination being literally what we use to come up with new ideas, new inventions, um, things that we're creating here on earth, it all starts in your imagination. And it's limitless um, possibility. You're only limited when it's just you to your own thoughts and what you can think of. But when you're inviting God in, you are now experiencing the unlimited wealth of his riches coming and with you creating and showing you like Bailey said the realities of heaven like some of these spaces I think I'm often like are you showing me something that's in heaven like Bailey said and it's really um it's unlimited to what God has to offer yeah so we've discussed this is like a perfect segue because I think there is there are guidelines, there is protocol maybe even yeah. to this process of encountering God and, and sanctified imagination. And we've we've spent a year discussing these things like that you can you can run encounters by to make sure it's sound, it's the heart of God. And yeah. so do you wanna just talk about a couple of those? Yeah, yeah. I think that um specifically for me coming out of uh, just the sin lifestyle that I lived in, I've really initially felt like I don't know if my own imagination is a safe space. Like I've had many things in my mind for a long period of time that were not of God, feeling mm. like my my own thoughts were unsafe. Like I don't know where I'll go or what things will pop up in my head. And so I think one of the first things that I really learned was just like in these moments or um, times of encounter when you're asking Jesus to speak to you in this way, that we're just simply praying like, Jesus, come in and 
I surrender my imagination to you. Right. And this simple prayer, like, I plead your blood to wash my mind clean Mm -hmm. so that this space is holy ground for you to move. I think it's important um, as Christians also to be very aware of the what we're taking in, what we're seeing on social media or the news or listening to with music, watching in movies, because those things, you know, the Bible says our eyes are the windows to our soul. And if we're talking about seeing with the eyes of our heart, we have to make sure we're protecting what we're allowing right. into our heart. And so I think that's a good first step is just being very aware of what you're letting in but also trusting Jesus and asking him to come in and cover everything that takes place in these encounters. And Yeah, I um, want to touch on this quick because I think it's important, like with what you just said, even in, in this concept of imagination, um, whether you come from a background where you're like, yeah, I relate here. I don't think I can necessarily trust my imagination or even like, if you come from like a new agey background where this terminology feels like, I don't know how I feel about this. Mm. The reality is the enemy isn't creative. He just comes with counterfeit. And so this concept of imagination actually was invented by God. Yeah. So when we say, Jesus, we plead your blood over our minds, over the eyes of our heart, over even the atmosphere that we're encountering you in, it's brought back into its original intention. And God comes and moves when, when he sees Jesus, he's here and he's present and we're washed, we're made pure, white as snow, the Bible says. And so I think it's important to just remember that this is actually a, a gift from God that he wants to encounter us. And the Bible says the pure in heart will see God. Wow. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the more you do it, the more you're allowing yourself to see Jesus in these space, to look into the eyes of Jesus, the more he's actually doing something internally, changing you from the inside out. That right. gazing into the eyes of Jesus is actually in itself without any other parts of the encounters, just being there with him in his presence is the mechanism that's changing you. Right. So, yeah, I think the other thing um, just going on to kind of these guidelines is making sure that you know the character of God, making sure that you know his heart towards you, that he loves you, he's proud of you, that there is no condemnation in Christ, that he sees you as holy and righteous because you are clothed in Christ, that you're no longer um, tainted by sin, that when you experience God and Jesus, you are always going to feel the presence of pure love first. That he right. he's not going to offer anything else besides pure love, mm-hmm. purity. And I think it's important to know the Bible that these encounters are always going to point back to scripture, mm-hmm. that you're never going to experience anything that would um, contrast what's written in the Bible, um, that the Bible is actually our manual and our guidelines. And if you do have an encounter that feels like it's going against this character of God or against what you've read in the Bible of God to be, that maybe you're seeing God through something um, like your own filter of 
belief, uh, believing a lie or experience or um, trauma or wounding. And in that space of seeing something that maybe feels like it's not God, it's not the heart of God, um, to ask God, okay, this isn't you. So can you reveal to me why I'm seeing you in this way? Like even taking this opportunity to still turn to God, like maybe God came in a way that was scary or whatever. And you're like, actually, I'm going to use this and say, God, I know this isn't you. So reveal to me why I'm seeing you this way. And um, that leads me to the next thing, having people that you can discuss these things with, that you can bring your encounters with God, your encounters with God to and ask them, you know, what do you think this means? And what is God saying here? I feel like God is telling me this. Does it feel like this lines up with your discernment? You know, people that are filled with the Holy Spirit, that know the scriptures, that have encountered God and can speak into this and say, you know, I have just have wisdom and good counsel for you. And also people who um, are full of faith, because I think experiencing God like this can feel new. So if you want to be careful about who you invite in, even Jesus had disciples who were closer, that he only revealed to three of them his transfiguration on the mountaintop. And you should have people that are that close, that the ones that are really trusted that you can share these things with and that you know will come in love, open to what God has to offer, um, to discuss these things with. And if you don't have people like that in your life, we want to also be available to you. And um, Yeah, totally. Yeah, if you have an encounter and want to discuss it and uh, have questions or want interpretation, um, feel free to reach out to us. I think right now the best avenue would just be to send us a message on Instagram at the T-H-E dot ruminate, R-U-M-I-N-A-T-E dot podcast, the dot ruminate dot podcast. Send us a message and we'll read those and get back to you as quickly as we can and just ask God and Holy Spirit what it is that he was wanting to speak to you. You know, we want to be a part of your process if you don't have community like that yet. But also ask God to bring community like this to you. I think that meeting Bailey was an answer to my prayers and I would have never been able to grow in the ways that I have, especially knowing and believing God in these ways without her. So Mm -hmm. it's important. We're the body and the body has different parts and functions and we work better when we're together, operating together and functioning as one. And so as followers of Jesus, um, I just reiterating, it's so important to be in community with other lovers and followers of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And Gab, how many times have you came home from work when I'm on a day off and I'm like, I just encountered God. Yeah. And because you're so full of faith, I share the encounter with you and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I encountered God. Like there's something about also saying it out that it builds faith. Totally, totally. I think that I've had these encounters and because it's like a vision or in your imagination, your sanctified imagination of encountering God, it's different when you say it out loud. You know, Mm -hmm. God created the heavens and the earth and the universe 
with his words. And when we speak out the things that God is showing us internally, our words are also creating something. And it, I think it creates, like Bailey said, faith, but also belief and whatever God is telling you, there's something that's actually created in the atmosphere when you speak those things out. And just to answer the question, Bailey's saying, how many times has she said that when I come <laughs> home from work? Um, so many times that I can't count. I think any time that I come home from work and she's been home, she's like, hey, are you ready to hear all the things that God has been speaking to me today? And <laughs> it's, it's just it's the true. reality. It's so it's fun. True. It's so fun. Well, I think what's even cool is like when you share encounters, I've definitely done this. I've stolen the encounter. I'm like, Jesus, I want to see what that looks like. Yeah. I want, can you take me there too? Like, yeah, I want, I want to experience it. It's faith building for both parties, you know, cause totally. you're like thinking about, there's impartation when mm. you share and like thinking about the things that I'll, I'll love you until if you let me love you, I will make you whole. Yeah. Like I can take that and mm. ask God, what does that mean personally for me? Totally. Envisioning the sun, you know, like it's, it's sharing communion mm-hmm. with one another wow. and with Jesus. Communion. Like, yeah. Inviting him wow. into everything. And so, yeah. So did you want to, add a couple of things to these guidelines that we're discussing. Yeah, I think just hitting this point home, I think it is so scripture is so 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 important because that was the very source of the confirmation for me, obviously. Yeah. But just being so rooted in scripture like you were saying, like God remove the filters of the things that are untrue mm-hmm. and place them place the filters that are true in my mind and the filters come from the Bible, from the written word yes. of God yeah. and asking Jesus for his mind. And how do we know that we get his mind? Because the Bible says it like, yeah. it's, it's so faith building when you, you're just digesting the word of God. Like mm-hmm. my prayer is that our generation and the generations around us would just be so hungry mm. for the word of God because it is life breathing life altering like yeah just even to encourage you if this is if you're new to this process of I don't know what it looks like to encounter God we've already said this a couple times but just to hit this point home you can take a scripture like Psalm 23 the Lord is my shepherd walking in by the still waters where a place where he restores your soul asking him god what does this look like what is a place that would restore my soul Hmm. like you can take scripture and ask him for visual imagery on what he's saying and i guarantee often like the more you practice this muscle this spiritual muscle Hmm. the more freedom you find and and the more you let go and step into trusting him because you, you know that you're already stepping in on solid ground because it's the word of God. And so I love the word of God yeah. and I'm so hungry for it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's been transformational for me in my process of encountering God. And so yeah. that is just, it's so huge. So, so huge. Yeah. I mean, the Bible says that Jesus is the word made flesh. So when we're encountering Jesus, he is literally the word of God made flesh. And yeah, when we have good. scripture inside of us, we have Jesus, who he is, mm-hmm. and guidelines to encounter him. Totally. So. Yeah. And 
I think the last guideline there, I'm sure there are way more that we will discover in our process of encountering yeah. God. Um, but another huge one for me is just looking at the fruit, looking at the fruit of the encounter, the tent of love, for example, feeling the presence of God, feeling the joy of the Lord in this pl- in in the place that I was in coming out of the encounter. I'm like, oh my gosh, I feel so much more joy. I feel so much more love for Jesus, more Mm. desire to be in his presence. Like the encounters you have with God should create the fruit of the spirit in you, should create a desire and a a deeper hunger for his presence, drawing you to himself. Like Mm. never once should you have an encounter where you, where you feel afraid. That's the enemy. Never once should you have an encounter where you feel shame. That's the enemy. If you do, like Gabrielle was saying, if you do, there's no condemnation. Just lean in. It's actually an invitation where God would be like, hey, I want to deal with this. I'm not bringing it up to bring condemnation. I'm bringing it up to open the door for you to understand what's actually truth. Yeah. And just to add to that, I would say going into this to not be discouraged, to be unoffendable, to just come in. Like a child with awe and wonder and teachable, like, okay, it's, I'm having difficulty seeing Jesus right now, but I'm going to continue to try. Okay. He's bringing something up that maybe I need to find out what lie I'm believing or what's keeping me from seeing God as he is, as who he is. I'm going to lean in and don't be discouraged. Actually realize that he loves the process, that he's walking with you in the process and Um, wanting to guide you into all truth, that intimacy with Jesus is him showing you the truth and setting you free. And that takes steps and relationship and building relationship. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. The fruit, it's so good. Yeah. All all of this is so good. Juicy fruit. Yeah. I just, um, I want to end this with an encouragement and then Gabrielle, you can end with any kind of encouragement you want to give too. But I just have felt so strongly in my spirit as we've really embarked on this journey publicly that there's an importance in impartation. And I believe that even in in this recording, this podcast, that God is here with us right now. And I I just feel Holy Spirit. And I just want to read a a scripture over you. This is a promise of God. I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your old men will dream dreams and your young men will see visions. This is the truth of God that he is so, his heart is so to encounter you, to speak life over you, to, for you to, you to hear his voice and have intimacy with him. And so I, I just pray right now, father, that you would encounter every listener that as they're listening right now, that they would feel your presence invade the room that they're in, invade the headphones that are in their ears, and that it would soak deep down. The the reality of your presence would soak deep down into your spirit, and that Jesus, you would be glorified, that people would have encounters with you, that they would have visions with you. It's in your word. It says that you will pour out your spirit upon all people, that no one is unqualified when we're in you, God, that your heart is to encounter us. And so God, I pray that you would open the eyes of the listeners' hearts, that they will have visions and they will have encounters with you. And God, that you would be so faithful 
people, just like you have for me and just like you have for Gabrielle, to bring confirmation after confirmation after confirmation, yeah. God, that you would come with crazy red chair kind of confirmations like you've came yeah. for me, God, and that through this, Jesus, that you would be so glorified. I pray that if there is any wrestle within the listener, that they would find the courage to submit mm. and yield to you, Holy Spirit, and that this would be a journey of joy and faith, and they would return to being like a child again, and that you you would take them into deeper trust. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't rely on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't rely on your own understanding. God, I pray that you would just come with confidence and courage for each listener here. And I just thank you for every listener. I pray that even right now that you would just bless them, God. You're so faithful. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow. Whew. The fire. I'm hot. Do you? <laughs> I do. I just feel God's heart on this. You know, he's yeah. he's so hungry. It's like this weird thing. It's not weird, but when you encounter God, you get filled up and more hungry at the same time. Totally. Hungry, hungry, hungry. And I feel like this is a reflection of God's heart is just like this endless hungering desire for us to encounter him, to be in his presence because Jesus died on the cross for us to have a way back to the father, back to the presence of God. And there was like an extreme act done to win us back. And so God is like hungering and desiring. Take advantage of what I've paid for. Come into the presence. Why would you stay outside when I've paid for you to come in close? Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. I just want to end with just a couple of scriptures also to encourage and um, bring confirmation. Again, Ecclesiastes 3.11, eternity is written on your hearts and um, this is the space where you're encountering God. James 4.8 says, come close to God and he will come close to you. Jeremiah 29.13 says, if you look for me wholeheartedly, you will find me. And these are promises that God is giving to come into his presence, to seek him. Jeremiah 33, 3, call to me and I will answer and tell you great unsearchable things you do not know. And these are things that you want to hold on to and come into his presence with, with the belief system that he's already said these things, that he's already promised that his presence is made um, available to you. So Yeah, guys, thanks for sitting with us and hearing our heart behind this podcast. We're so excited for you to um, start to dive into the encounters. And um, we hope that we are actually just the launching point for the way that you experience God, that this is just your kindergarten class and that from here you have bigger, more extravagant, more revelatory experiences than anything that we could ever create structures for you. Um, yeah, we love you guys. Just genuinely love you. Like we said, please reach out to us if you have any questions about anything that you experience. Remember, he is alive. He is speaking and he wants to encounter you. The king is waiting. (laughs) 